1: This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Food Show, which we present to you with uh, some kind of humility, coming to you live from our studios overlooking the Mississippi River. Any uh, big boats out there? Still looking Marianne? for the boat.
0: The boat is not left yet. It no... did have its, um, it did blow its stack a little while ago, mm. but it's not, uh, it's not left yet. It should have left though, because it's four o'clock, and it, I think it tends to leave at like three thirty. So no, it, I don't know what's happening there. It looks there.
1: like it's turning around right now. Let's see. Maybe not.
0: It should be gone by 5 for sure. <clears> 260 is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we are talking about our usual, nothing much at all, but having to do with food. So yeah. if you have anything to say about that, then give us a call. Uh, the main thing that we talked about earlier on, regarding food... In the almanac was uh, the National Chocolate Cake Day.
1: National Chocolate Cake Day. Goodness sake! And how much Tom
0: loves to diss the dark chocolate. Mm. You know, we were talking about. It's funny. It's funny that you have the same day. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm sure this is not coincidental. But you mentioned in the almanac today two things that I. I can't have personal experience with from the trip that we, Mary Lee and I went to Central Europe two summers ago.
1: Isn't that uh, great, folks? That you can go to Europe and have and enjoy yourself and see what it's about.
0: It is great. Lucky es- you, especially that we can leave you home, Tom. That's my favorite part. Anyway. Um, Sometimes I get the
1: idea that I'm not fully <laughs> liked in, th- in this. Well, uh, it's,
0: it's just that you, you uh, don't like any of the things that we like. And when you're traveling with someone, that becomes no, you, sort of problematic. You know
1: that's not true.
0: So anyway. No, come on. Um, we went to uh, the, the <clears throat> Almanac talks about chocolate, it being National Chocolate Cake Day. And you mention the most famous chocolate cake of all. The soccer torts.
1: What? Oh, soccer torts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Those are those are kind of gooey, aren't they? No, no. But they're
0: not very chocolatey. I will say that. I mean, now we're definite chocoholics for sure, and it's not milk chocolate. It's it's I guess dark chocolate, but it's a different kind of chocolate. It's not a very appealing. It's, you know what? It's European versus American. And Mm -hmm. there's just no, those things are not interchangeable at all. The European palate, the European food scene, the European everything is just so very different from here. And, I mean, I say that we have American, fake American food, but we also... It's just different it's a it's more sophisticated, I think our food is a lot more sophisticated, oh, there's and I know no that there are people that. who go to Paris all the time going, What is she talking about? yeah, but really a, she's talking about our hamburger food is much, again? More, much more sophisticated so the soccer tort is i mean it's a nice chocolate cake, but it is not anything that i mean Mary Lee took two bites, and that was enough for her. It was not um. It was not dark enough. It was not dense enough. It was not uh, sophisticated enough. It was not what I expected it to be at all. So um, anyway, that that's just what you mentioned in your chocolate cake day. And I thought that um, – and it's funny because Mo- it's also Mozart's birthday, so Vienna figures very big into today's almanac, and uh, I just was – communicating some personal experiences from Vienna hmm. two summers ago.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd like to see it someday, but I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, I don't think you will. I am, I'm allowed to uh, walk around the corner.
2: No, wait a
0: minute. 260-6368 <laughs> <clears throat> is the number you know, we are to I um. I have a book
1: on the counter here. It's uh, uh-huh. really an interesting book, and it's really what got me started as, as, in a cooker of uh, food. gourmet food, yeah. And uh, th- in fact, the first book I ever got and uh, undertook under- to uh, cook it up to make it come out was uh, about <laughs> sauces. And it was a small book, and it wasn't uh, very well put together. But uh, here we are uh, quite a long time later. And uh, somebody, it's not the same people as the first go-round, another book called Mastering Sauces. uh,
0: The boat is moving. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the boat is moving now. Ah,
1: well, thank goodness for that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I was flipping through this to see what might be in here. And I have uh, a recipe here. Goes on for about uh, ten lines, so, so they really put a lot of work into it. Uh, here is the entire recipe: paprika, or is it paprika? It's
0: paprika.
1: And the other. Well, it
0: depends. It depends on who you are. Okay? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, the other ingredient is sour cream. Two ingredients: paprika or paprika or paprika.
0: Paprika.
1: Paprika. You live on the What am I talking about? Uh-huh. And sour cream, the two. By- and I was thinking, you know, that sounds pretty good. And, and mm. sometimes you will get these ridiculously little recipes that don't have much going on, and then you take a bite and boing, it's good. I bet you that's delicious. I'm going to try it next
0: Paprika time. Paprika and sour cream. And sour cream. Well, what's it a sauce for? It's not a sauce. That would that's be like whole a sauce. That'd be like a dip or something. Well, let, let's let me I mean, go sour cream is a dip. It's if, not a sauce, unless would, you're talking about actually melting sour cream. Could be. If, I uh, mean, if you melt. I, I, uh,
1: can I just read this and stop yeah. me if it's totally boring? <laughs> Actually, okay. I'm kind
0: of curious. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: you use one cup of sliced onions. Well, that's another ingredient. Okay. What
0: is this a sauce for, uh, Tom?
1: Uh, I don't know. Let's
0: see. It sounds very Hungarian.
1: Could be. Uh, sometimes a tomato sauce should just taste like tomatoes. I used to mask the fresh tomato flavor with lo- loads of garlic wine and herbs. Uh, for hours until they're concentrated and uh, naturally sweet, and blah, blah. That's about it. But then uh, it, it's this, what is this, this, this one particular recipe. What is this
0: recipe, sour cream and paprika sauce used for? I, but it intrigues me.
1: That, yeah, I, I just, I would be very. Uh, Tom be, never cooks. I would uh, be very surprised if this um, weren't pretty good, actually. I right, know just something I thought I would share with you if you don't mind.
0: The ship is turning around as we speak, and it reminds me of ship food. Yep. And I like to not think too much about ship food. Why? <laughs> why do you? Why do you say? I don't like ship food. When I go on a cruise, it's a diet.
1: Yeah. Oh well, that's it's kind of diet. hard to do. How? Can, how can you go on a uh, on a cruise? I remember and... when we
0: first started cruising? When we first started cruising. Tom used to arrange for us to have dinner as a group, some 80 people or 100 people even. We never had that many. Our first cruise was 150 people. Oh, no, no. You're right about that. That The first one we did, I don't
1: even know how much we we had. We settled
0: in usually around 65 to 80 people.
1: Yeah. yeah, but that, I'd forgotten about that first one. Yeah. which
0: but was... I remember for the first probably five cruises or ten cruises that we did, or maybe even more than that, you arranged for everyone to eat at the second seating of 8.30. Uh-huh. And there were people who always would say, oh, I don't want to eat, and I don't blame them because 8.30 is just about my bedtime, so... So, But you are a gourmet, Tom, and so you would have your drinks and then you would have your dinner at 8.30 and people would eat. But you know what I would do? I would come to visit people in the dining room Mm -hmm. and not eat because, first of all, 8.30 was way too late for me to eat and I didn't want to eat it anyway, so it made like a good excuse.
1: Well, uh, one thing uh, in what you say is, is absolutely true. What would happen to it is that as soon as people were in the ship they would start looking at all the, you know... Uh, uh, Dining
0: options? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: And uh, it, they would always, uh, based on their... their.
0: Uh, Most of them wanted to go to the show. They, they would say, I want to yeah. go to the show. I'm going to go to the early That's, seating and then go to the show. Right.
1: And they, they didn't want you to have an early show, cause, or, or a late show, either one. I mean, you they both had their problems. I
0: was kind of surprised that you managed to hang, <clears throat> you managed to keep most of those people together. There were only a few, I would say a handful on every cruise, that insisted on, on going to the early dining, and then, because they would go to the show, and that was kind of what they wanted to do, yeah. which is totally fine. I mean, it's yeah. one of these things where you're locked into doing whatever it is that you want to do. I mean, there's a lot of people with a lot of different interests, but um after I did this coming to the dining room just to visit a number of times, I realized, well, wait a second. I haven't eaten anything. I don't want to eat anything. Mm. I don't need to eat anything. Mm. I'm not going to eat anything. And so that sort of set up a precedent for not eating on cruise ships. Mm.
1: Well, uh, you got to pick them. Yeah, and you have to figure out what you're
0: trying well, it to do. Well, depends on the cruise ship too. Like okay. I remember when we went to um, the first time. Actually, it wasn't the first time. It was the second time we went on the Queen Mary Two when we were going up to Canada, mm-hmm. and it was in 2012. I love that cruise. It was it was the Queen Mary Two, and every day at five o'clock.
1: Where, where, he managed you managed to go? find
0: something to make noise. If we're at home, Tom has a drawer full of junk that he's digging through. <laughs> and now he's got a cup full of junk that he's digging through. I don't even know where you got that, Tom. Anyway, um, at 5 o'clock on the Queen Mary before dinner, they had a cheese bar. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? That was really nice. It was by the dining room. It it wasn't great cheese, but it was. It was good cheese. I thought it was really good cheese. Yeah. And they had, it was like cheese and nuts and they had um, olives there. And it was a really, it was like, that's how Mary Lee and I survived on that cruise. Because we always ate at the cheese bar and we didn't eat anything else. That was it.
1: My favorite was... Uh, oh, we ate in
0: the pub, too. Go ahead. What?
1: My favorite uh, cruise was uh, was actually the ones in New England. But besides that... Yes. We, uh, I think really the big one of all time was the one from Los Angeles to... Oh, let's see, wait, we, uh, to Miami going through the uh, Panama, fa- Canal? Panama Canal.
0: That was the worst food cruise ever. That was celebrities. Mm. You remember when we got those hors d'oeuvres that came into the room yeah. every afternoon about 3 I, o'clock? I
1: never I ever got any of those. I, I looked at them Well, they and were said, all leftovers. They were yeah. all
0: leftovers from the night before. And it was just like, are well, you it, kidding it me? Like this yeah. was really yucky. Anyway.
1: But uh, uh, I would go. Uh, I would have dinner with everybody. I, uh-huh. I, I tried every night to visit. That was every, an
0: interesting cruise for so many reasons.
1: And uh, there was a quartet. <laughs> a lot of
0: intrigue going on. After what? A,
1: it was a black tie uh-huh. uh, thing, and uh, everybody was there and dressed up, and there was a four piece orchestra that was getting up there and really playing the music. He they blew and uh, they blew. Uh, it it uh, was the, the best bunch of music of that kind I've ever heard, and my favorite kind.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, boy, did I get a lot of opportunities there.
0: Oh, you were to sing? To sing?
1: Oh, yeah. It
0: I have was- to ask Daniel about <clears throat> that, because, you know, he does that on cruise ships, too. Yeah. yeah. He goes on, like, two-week cruises to really exotic places like Bali and Australia and, you know, things like that. And um, I wonder if people, if there are people like you on his cruise oh, where, yeah. where he has to let them sing. I'm gonna have to ask him that next time you see him or we'll talk to him. Oh, uh, that.
1: some some will let you do it, and some won't. I remember. Uh, oh, really?
0: There are people who said no to you. No, it's not so much. You know, the you're kind of like the customer, so I would think they would be forced to do it.
1: No, they. Uh, no, uh,
0: the, It was uh, pretty wide open. Well, uh, usually they tell you yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I wonder if I wonder if people I wonder if there's anyone else out there like you, Tom, who is a a cruiser that wants to sing with all of the musicians. Yeah, there are quite a few. Are there?
1: Yeah. There was one in in England uh, and this was at lunch and I went over there and I asked the guy if he would if, if I could sing and he said, nah, we can't do that. And I said, "Uh well, come on. You know, I've got some New Orleans stuff. He says, "Oh, you have you like mu- uh, music uh w- with uh, uh Do you do uh uh, uh Louis uh, Armstrong? Louis Armstrong. Uh-huh. And uh I said, "That's that's the I'm from the place where Louis Armstrong uh-huh. came from too."
0: Uh-huh. And he and said, so "You wound Sing, up singing.
1: Sing it and give it some of that Louis Armstrong oomph." Uh-huh. I said, "Are you talking something like a, I mean, that's a terrible imitation of uh, but I was doing I'm glad I wasn't there.: Yeah, me too.
0: 260: <laughs> <six> um, <laughs>
1: But it was uh, it was that whole thing was was so much fun. I'm going to always miss it.
0: 260 what Cruising:
1: Cruising yeah.
0: 6368 six is the number. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Yep.
1: Uh, this is Tom Fitzmorris. We're coming to you live from our studios overlooking the Mississippi River, where a cruise ship has just left the harbor. And spawning memories. Spawning memories. Didn't he used to play for the Saints? Spawning memories. No. Uh-uh. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think so. We'd love to hear from you about uh, what's been uh, cooking for you, or what you would like to be cooking for you, or uh, any combination thereof. Yeah, I was just three, looking three, up six something six uh, in my yep. email.
0: Yeah. Um, I like the travel website or magazine, really, Afar, A F A R, and I'm on their newsletter list. And I mm-hmm. got this newsletter, and I was yep. going to go ahead and talk about something that they had a couple of weeks ago the number of Michelin star restaurants uh-huh. in Disney. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not Epcot Center, but on Disney properties, and I couldn't find that one. But oddly enough, when I typed that in, what came up was how to eat crawfish—the art <laughs> of eating crawfish in New Orleans.
1: Mm. Well, there's a book on that subject, uh, not quite the uh, uh, fried aspect of it. Well, but-
0: it it raises the hair on the back of my neck because it it speaks to this this. Dilemma that I've noticed in our city, where the cultural erosion is taking place from a lot of people who have moved in, but who are not assimilating. Like we were talking to, we were talking to Allie the other day, and she was talking about all of the sandwich shops in New Orleans using Duke's mayonnaise. And I said, what the hell's Duke's mayonnaise? And what sandwich shops are you talking about? Because for as long as I've been here, and that's my whole life, sandwich shops use blue plate, because that's what we use in this city. That's right, always has been. And so I have upon further inspection, I realized that it's part of the as what I call the club of people who have moved in after Katrina who are usually 30 and under or 35 and under who um don't they're not they're not hanging with that culture they are introducing a whole bunch of other things like duke's mayonnaise it's just one example but i'm looking at this article and she's talking about a crawfish dish of boiled crawfish that was at a place in Mid-City, again, uh, the kind of place that you see, uh, you know, in in that camp. And the crawfish boil is curry, lemongrass, and um, sambal.
1: Uh, yeah that's a uh, if it's what I think it is it's it's a spice that comes well, from yeah, India
0: yeah, they're Indian or you know yeah. and so I'm thinking, no, actually that's not how you eat crawfish in New Orleans how you eat crawfish no. in New Orleans is you go to a crawfish boil or you go someplace where it's boiled in Zatarain's because yeah. that's how we eat crawfish in New Orleans yeah anyway, and I who just doesn't know that. Well, apparently the the all writer right. here and all the other people who are um, <clears throat> who are not down for the uh, the local traditions, culinary traditions of the city.
1: Oh anyway. well, there are so many of them. How can anybody keep up with all of them?
0: Well, there are some that are pretty pretty strong, like you know blue plate mayonnaise, mm-hmm. for example. Yep. Um, Zatarains. Uh, you know. Um, the things that we use here and it it's, we don't boil Creole crawfish. mustard. Yeah creole I, 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 I think chow, Creole chow, mustard is one of the that, one
1: of the great uh, things yeah. in our cookery.
0: So I'm just saying if you want to experiment in those kinds of ways, that's great. but that is not a New Orleans crawfish boil. And when I see someone writing a piece like that that other people who may come to New Orleans, Think is a a crawfish boil that is not a crawfish boil that is something else, but it's not it's it's another kind of crawfish boil. Yes, but it's not how we do crawfish in New Orleans. My little soapbox. I'll get off now, but I just oh
1: uh, gosh, nobody made nobody's letting you move. Anyway,
0: two six zero six three six eight. We were talking mm -hmm. earlier about National Chocolate Cake Day. And uh, about Tom's disdain for um, for chocolate cake that is too chocolatey. because Tom basically doesn't like chocolate. I mean, you don't really like chocolate.
1: I like chocolate, but not, not to the really. extent that a lot of you no. girls do.
0: You don't. Know, you, you don't like chocolate. No. Oh, you know what, Tom? When we reprint the eat book, oh, no, yep. I made you put a, a, I made you put chocolate. Oh in yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was oh, going to well, say when we reprint the. You eat let book? this let the book out of the bag, didn't you?
0: No, when we do that, yeah. I was going to say we had to insert a chocolate section, but when uh-huh. I proofread the Eat Book, which was just Shocking. In, the, in the pages of the computer getting ready to be printed, and I noticed that you had no entry for chocolate. I was aghast by that mm-hmm. and made you yep. put one in. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, was, so, uh, so it does have an entry for chocolate. So we don't have to add it now. We we added it way back when, when the travesty was first discovered that you didn't have an entry for chocolate.
1: Should we tell people uh, about the fact that this is coming?
0: Well, yeah, it's. I mean. We're, uh, the, we're going to be reprinting a lot of the old books that um,
1: yeah, this is uh, my, that we're my, finding
0: in the treasure trove of Tom's the uh, treasure trove. Yes, Mary Lee calls that, it the treasure trove.
1: There's a, a daily uh, radio uh, 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 feature that goes on under that name every day.
0: You know what? I what? wish that Estelle Mockby, who I uh, very much appreciate, emails us. She just emailed me something. She emailed me something the other day, too. And we didn't really get a chance to talk about this too much, so I would like to reintroduce that. But All right. um, we have the most engaged listeners and readers anywhere. Uh, if we talk about something, we get emails after or uh, text. I get text during the show. So last Friday we were talking about what – you can get out of a convenience store
2: mm-hmm.
0: bin that has the, you know, the plexiglass top yeah. that you slide, mm-hmm. and uh, and you can reach down and get an ice Eskimo pie or a Klondike bar or a fudge oh, sickle or dream Oh, we're back on that again. Okay. No, 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 she. I'm telling. I'm, I'm setting this up. A Dream Sickle or a Heath Bar, Frozen Heath Bar. Or I asked the question, what is it when you have the sugar cone with ice cream and it's dipped in chocolate and then it's got nuts on top? It's got peanuts on top. And I couldn't remember the name of it. And so I got a text. We got a call. We got a text. And then later I got this email from this lady named Estelle, who was very gracious, to email me a picture of the nutty buddy and a whole piece on it. So apparently I'm not the only one with a nutty-buddy fascination.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is uh, a really hot subject every now and then. Yeah,
0: but anyway, she's back today, and I'm glad that she sent me an email before the show this time. Uh, She was saying that Pete Fountain... uh, Pete found, quote, I bought a hotel, I bought this, I bought that. Among his more infamous investments was Peter's Wiener's, <laughs> a fast food hot dog stand uh-huh. in Bay St. Louis. I knew it was something Peter's like that. Peter's Wiener's.
1: <laughs> Uh-huh.
0: Anybody uh, go to Peter's Wieners? I think we did, Tom. I think he asked us to come out there, and we did go to the hot dog stand I, I remember one going time. there
1: a couple of times. I
0: remember exactly where it was. It's yeah. n- no longer there. I don't know how long it's been gone. It's been gone probably it's pre-Katrina, I would guess. I, I would guess it ended before Katrina.
1: But, yeah, I think so. But looking at you right now, uh, I suddenly get the, the the feeling that all of that was ready to go. Uh, and we we went out. Yeah, no, this would it. This was long before Katrina yeah, even before happened. Yeah, before
0: Katrina. Yeah, yeah. And We took the kids when they were kids. We, when, right, they were kids, right. Yeah,
1: and uh, it it all sort of. A,
0: Thank you, Estelle.
1: Uh, and pulled things together. Call the show. So, uh, huh?
0: Yeah, Mary Lee went to uh, Bratz, y'all.
1: Brats, y'all?
0: Yeah. A couple of nights ago, she went with some friends. Mary Lee's been doing a lot of eating in places that we normally don't go. Oh, good. We have to get her in. No, she's going to be doing – she's going to be writing up these things. But um, she went to um, Croissant d'Or. Mm-hmm. And uh, the – the my my most distinct memory about cassandre is cassandre cassant cassandre the, the that. little place deep deep in the quarter the um it you know you know where it started it started on in the space that is now Sylvain.
1: oh uh-huh okay
0: because i remember when i first started my career over 40 years ago it was at wdsu in the french quarter And I used to stop at Croissant Door, and get a giant butter cookie and some tea before going to work. Anyway, we'll continue this story about Bratz, y'all. I'm I'm heading toward Mm -hmm. Bratz, y'all, at some point. WWL 105.3 FM HD2.
1: Uh, If you're looking for something to eat, something to drink, something to uh, put together a party with, uh, whatever it is, uh, call us. And uh, although we might not have the answer to absolutely every single thing you'd like to get uh, some info about, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we get a lot of it here, and uh, we can always put the word out on the line here, and we will get some people who will have the answer to your questions. So uh, that's all it takes. You there
0: have... you go. All right. So, yep. uh, so Mary Lee went to Croissant d'Or, which is down on, I think, Ursuline in the quarter. And it's, it's the tea shop and, and breakfast place and pastries. And then... Um, I
1: think I remember this. It had a lot of... Uh, a lot of... Uh, what's the word? It's I'm quaint. Quaint. You know, it's it it quaint. was that.
0: It was quaint when it was in the space that is now Sylvain, and it's quaint oh, down that in place. Erseline yeah. Street. Oh, okay. That's anyway. a different story. Okay, so... I was
1: surprised to see that they closed. Made the jump? I thought it was
0: good. They didn't... Who?
1: The the one you just mentioned. Cresson d'Or? Yeah. They didn't.
0: They moved. They moved down further down the quarter on Ursuline.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Anyway, um, into a bigger space. And actually, they've been there for a really long time because um, my distinction, and this is a very personal revelation, Hmm, but my... My biggest recollection of croissant d'or is standing at the register when my water broke for Jude. Mm. (laughs) So that was kind of – I had to leave very quickly. Uh, And I don't even know if I've been back since then. But that was 30 years ago. But but she's also – Mary Lee's also been to Manalito and um, some diner down there that's also owned by um oh gosh i'm gonna have to think about who that's owned by but it's a it's a three restaurant group anyway she's got a lot of things so so the last place she went was also down in that uh area and she went to brats (laughs) y'all Bratz Y'all is a hot dog place right next <laughs> you know, to Pizza Delicious. I remembered Pizza it, Delicious. but I
1: couldn't remember it enough to think of what it was.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a hot dog place right next uh-huh. to Pizza Delicious in the Marini. or Bywater. It's in mm. Bywater.
1: Everything's in there. It's
0: you very cool to, neighborhood. It
1: is very cool.
0: Very cool yeah. neighborhood. Anyway, so um, I haven't been there yet because I like I like hot dogs, and I've been looking for a hot dog place that. Um, I mean, I I really like hot dogs, actually. And I have been looking for a really good hot dog place when Dat Dog came up. And I was very, very mm. excited about Dat Dog. Yeah. And then after the success of Dat Dog, there have been other places that have come in, Bratz Y'all being one of them. And then there's... I think there may be one or two other places selling hot dogs, but uh but she liked brat's y'all, so I think I'm overdue to go out there and check mm, it out. Mm, mm. Anyway, yeah. the the reason we're talking about hot dogs now is that um we were talking about it's 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 so roundabout the food show, isn't it? We started on this road. It's like a long and winding yellow brick road. So we, we started a, on this.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, uh we have a call, call waiting. A, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's go to the phones. To, Two six zero six three six eight. if you'd like to join us. Hi. What? <laughs> Doug is just yammering uh. about headphones. Hello? Hello. Hi.
2: Hi. Are you talking to me?
0: I, we are talking to you, Stephen.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, where Crescent Dior is used to be the old Bricadas.
0: Oh, is that right?
2: Yeah, I think it's the same location.
0: Oh wait, the original. So you're talking about the original? The original, original. Bricados oh. before
2: they moved to Carrollton. That's okay. on that's in the corner on Ursuline. Oh, that's Ursuline. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, now. Okay. So, so are you saying that that uh, Bricados, which I think moved in the 80s, yeah. So that so the the very next tenant was Cross on Door.
2: I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that makes sense, because it's got that European um, patisserie look to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you you, uh, you said it perfectly. Yes, you
0: know, patisserie. You know, that, that French stuff. Yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: go ahead.
2: And Marianne, you really need to get yourself some Airborne.
0: Are we talking a cold situation again?
2: Cold situation. <laughs> if when you come down with just the beginning of sniffles, like I heard you say, I think I'm coming down with a cold last week yeah. before you came down with a cold. Yeah. If you had taken airborne, your cold would have never gone into a cold.
0: Okay. Now, what is airborne? Because I usually take vitamin C, but.
2: Airborne is like a fizzy. Ah, okay. And it was developed by a school teacher <laughs> that kept getting colds from all of her kids. Uh. And then she did really well with it, and my whole family takes it. My mother, the doctor, and my two sons doctors, my sister that's the health nut, uh, all use swear by four. airborne. Four. Four. four.
0: It's time for a shot collar, Stephen. Okay. Uh, that's cool. I'm going to try that. So it's like a regular over-the-counter thing at Walgreens or something?
2: Yeah, Walgreens, Walmart, all of them. Okay. And even Walmart has their own brand of it. Uh-huh. It's a little cheaper. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, this lady sold her the Airborne company to some company, and she didn't like the way they were running it, so she bought it back.
0: Oh, wow. Huh. Okay. So,
2: but, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of vitamin C plus other things. Uh-huh. But, okay. Um Allie you know. left
0: me a bag of stuff here. Yeah. While we were while we were at home on Friday, she left me a bag of stuff which I'm gonna bring home. She has some crazy notion that I'm going to flush my sinuses, which I'm not gonna do.
2: Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Also, you know, I had three different ice cream places. And we used to make cream sandwiches and Dilly bars and Buster bars and that sort of stuff at the last end of the night. So we ran the ice cream that was in the machines out Uh, uh and they were waste products, but we reused them because ice cream, once it's been in the machine and churned up, it wasn't as good putting it back in the next day in the machines. Uh So we would always make those Buster bars and and ice cream sandwiches and
0: uh, I've never heard of a Buster sort of bar. Stuff. What is that?
2: A Buster bar is a Dairy Queen, and it's ice cream oh. Oh. and peanuts and hot fudge, and it's coated.
0: Mm. Okay.
2: So. Well, you can't
0: really go wrong with any of this stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. okay. I could
0: be I could be quite happy with uh, rating the Seven Elevens. Um, good humor, Bin. I could be quite happy. With yeah, that. yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, what else you got, Stephen?
2: Okay, I went to Trader Joe's today because I needed mm. walnuts, and I know you think that's a big nut place. Yes. Um, and they and, and Tom, you'll be excited. They I will. had halibut and You're cod. Kidding. Halibut <laughs> and cod. Wow. So the next time you go to get chocolate and nuts, go over and get some halibut for it.
1: Okay. and uh, in especially Stephen, of,
0: I have no intention of encouraging this. Uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's a long way to Halifax, anyway. I'm just praying
0: for a healing, that's all.
1: Healing. Okay.
2: Oh. And is there really oh. any good... No. What? Anything good from mustards? I mean, we use them all the time and in everything. But are are there any healing products or or vitamins or anything in mustard? Mustard's
0: really good for you.
2: What's it good for?
0: Healing. <laughs> it's good for a. It's good for a hot dog. It's good for yeah. uh for sausages.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: No, I think actually mustard is good. I'm going to look it up and see what kind of healing properties it has.
2: Okay. Okay. Is that it? That's
0: all? That's a short list today, Stephen.
2: Yeah, well, you know, the Buster Bar was kind of like a Nutty Buddy, only instead of chocolate, it used fudge.
0: Well, you know what? I realized in looking at the picture that Estelle sent that the Nutty Buddy I don't know why I had it in my mind that the Nutty Buddy had sort of a concave um, top to it, but in reality, it was like a big scoop of ice cream, and it was rounded and mal- a mound yeah. of chocolate and and nuts at the top. So I don't know where yeah, I got that rolled. idea. Maybe I'd eat it and looked at it. The nuts
2: were kind of rolled, and then it was it yeah, was right. probably dipped in a in that dip that you put in on ice cream that is, you know, hardens as soon as you put it on.
0: Okay, so mustard can assist in red blood cell formation, improve your cardiovascular health. It has a high selenium content that can help improve bone strength. Don't mess with your selenium, folks. You can get selenium. Oh,
1: Wait, wait. Give me a minute to write that down.
0: They can help you sleep better at night and fight uterine cancer, which you don't have to worry about, Stephen. But, you know, um, speaking of nuts, uh, the Brazil nut. Uh Uh-huh. I take a Brazil nut every day like a pill because a Brazil nut has all of the uh, daily requirements of selenium in that one nut.
2: Okay. Isn't isn't that a isn't that real helpful, hard folks? nut? Good, what? Yes, it is. Isn't that a real hard nut?
0: Yep. <laughs> That's the real big
1: one. It's big. Yeah. The and real big one. I think you could shoot at it and I've it never, would just bounce it I've off. I've never
0: really liked it, but I like it a lot more now, especially since I know it's healthy for me. But you know what I do? I take nuts, like lots of nuts. Like I got the biggest stash of chocolate and the biggest stash of nuts of anybody you'll ever meet. So <laughs> I have walnuts, pecans, um, cashews.
2: And walnuts are healthier than pecans, right?
0: No, they're all good for different stuff. So I take walnuts, pecans, almonds, cashews, um, Brazil nuts, hazelnuts, and sunflower seeds, uh, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds and all of those get chopped up and roasted together and become a nut mix so that way you can to keep me. your omega 3s high
1: the, you know I, this is a terrible thing but the only uh, the only thing i can think of about brazil nuts is that uh once upon a time i heard an an ethnic slur to somebody, and uh, and I thought that they yes, you know,
0: that's sad. but fortunately wait, that is not something you hear wait, very often no, anymore. No,
1: let's hope we anyway, never anyway.
0: Um, the but they're very very tough to crack, and um, and the the selenium content is really is really good, and I had uh, what
2: selenium do?
0: Oh, and I have to look that up now too, Stephen.
2: Well, I thought you'd know, since you take it for its selenium.
0: Yes, let me look and see. You would know what
2: you you're looking for, what it's doing for you.
0: Okay, just remember, you should get as many omega threes as you can.
2: Okay. Okay. So it's an omega selenium is omega three.
0: Yes, it is. It's a it's a um, it's like a a a trace element is what it is. Um, Okay. It's essential nutrient. It, now you see this is, let's see, let's see. Yes. <laughs> Doug's in there looking too. It's an antioxidant, yes, but it's good for certain things other than just like the generic antioxidant blanket.
2: I like, okay. uh, I like good old. Um, okay, and. And what's paprika good for?
0: <laughs> paprika is good for impressing people when you say paprika. It's a trace mineral, it's essential for good health in small amounts because you can overdo selenium. So okay. one actually one is kind of more than you need a small one for your for your daily
2: um And does it come shelled, or do I have to shell it?
0: No, they come shelled. You can get them at at Trader Joe's that way. It's for male fertility. It protects against bladder, lung, and colorectal cancers and prostate cancers. And it has antiviral effects. Okay? We're getting way off here. Tom's going to start balking at this. It's a good thing he wasn't obsessed with his 4444 Uh and his... Halibut Vitamins and are part of
2: food. Wait, what? Vitamins are part of food. They
0: are, of course, they are. Yes. My so whole diet is be based in on the
2: discussion area. It's not like hamburgers. There you go. But <laughs> what?
0: But hamburgers are good too. Now you know, Stephen. You have to weigh the good things about food and food's emotional benefits too. Mm. So I'm very happy that chocolate. Um, not only has s- just fantastic emotional benefits, because that's the reason I've eaten it my whole life, but now we find out that it's actually got physical benefits, too. So it's mm. it's it's a wonderful happenstance when those things happen.
1: What about almonds? We haven't talked about almonds at Almonds all. are great. Yeah, what's in them that would make them great?
0: Almonds are great. This yeah. is what everyone who is interested eat. in nuts for vitamins... <clears throat> Should do a nut mix because each one of them have traces of this and that. But together, if you do it sustained over a daily, like a daily regimen, first of all, it's really good. Unfortunately, it's really fattening too. Mm. But um, I was thinking that but it because it does, when
1: it, you start using uh, the, uh, uh, almonds, you usually start throwing a lot more butter on there too.
0: Well, you know, peanuts are also good for you in a totally different way. A peanut is not a nut. It's a legume.
1: Oh, gosh. Let me write that down. <laughs> Let's see.
0: I got books and books and books on this stuff, Steven. I should write my own book. Books what else you got?
1: And books
2: and books. How many food books. processors do you all have?
0: None. We do not have a None? single working food processor at the moment.
2: Okay, because I'm getting ready to buy one, but... Okay. I'm going to let the American Test Kitchen tell me what Yeah, let are. the
0: American Test Kitchen do it. Because, you know, the last one, the first one that we had was a Cuisinart. And then the second one we had was a KitchenAid. And um, and I like them both. And then I was devastated when the KitchenAid one broke. And and you I, all
2: don't cook, but you ruin uh, uh, machines.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know what happened with it. I don't know what happened. I don't think it was pilot error. I think something happened. I don't know what it was. But anyway, we have to get a new one, that's for sure. So okay. Uh I don't I don't okay. I don't really test things like the test kitchen and I don't watch of that stuff like you do, so you should probably tell us what kind to get. Yeah. Okay.
2: Because they just did one on the small machines, not the big machines.
0: What that? Which one do they decide? Because we got about six of those.
2: I can't remember. Oh. I got
0: Yeah, I used to use I'm the ready little to one. Get
2: their cookbook. So. Uh
0: huh. I used to use the it, little one a lot, but I don't use. I don't. I haven't used any in a very long time. I'm just starting to cook again. That was one of my New Year's resolutions, and we did a lot of cooking this week. So. We gotta get a. a we gotta get one. Okay. All right, Stephen.
2: Okay. Talk to you tomorrow. All
0: Bye. Right. Take care. Bye. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Galatoire's. Want to mention this again. If yeah. You have a free evening, and, and uh, more
1: than a few uh, free pieces of money because this will not come cheaply. It's but not it,
0: going to be cheap. Yeah. But you know there are people who would pay those guys out on the front like six hundred bucks. Oh
1: sure. I mean I, the, there's a reason to to get them involved. I mean, it was
0: a brilliant idea yep. for the for sure the uh, restaurant to decide that. It was foolish to let that money just, you know, be used in that fashion. I mean, funny though it is that you could pay someone to stand in line for you. That is amusing. But there's so much more that could be done with it. So now they are getting the money, and they are giving it to charities, and it's a wonderful event. That's tonight Mm -hmm. at Galatoire's. At 530, they will be raffling off their Mardi Gras tables they raffle their Christmas tables around Christmas time, and their Mardi Gras tables now. So, Galatoire is tonight at five thirty I late. was uh, I was on the first
1: uh, running of that, and uh, it's running been of what the <clears throat> the uh, auction. Did you do right. that? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy it because <laughs> the, the money that was going at these. Oh uh, yeah,
0: but it's at least four figures. Oh,
1: it was unbelievable. I'm, I'm really but,
0: curious to <clears throat> see it. Yeah.
1: You'll be very. Uh, you'll put a, It'll put a smile on your face for yeah, sure. It's, but it's, it's a. Uh, it's really something, and the people that you see coming there uh-huh. for for this event that's uh, astonishing. Well, and, but all all great people doing great things. It's another and,
0: one of those yeah. cool cultural things that you can find only in New Orleans. Yeah. You know, where else would you have a uh, a a first class restaurant having an auction for tables? And have it go to charity. I mean it's it's actually a, a great idea. I don't know who came up with it, but kudos to them for that because it's it's an extraordinarily good idea. Yep anyway, uh I want to leave the show with a quote from uh, Sandra Boyton, who is not only um hilariously funny but one of my favorite kitty authors. She has that let's see. I'm going to get this right. Mm-hmm. It's about chocolate. Research tells us 14 out of any 10 individuals like chocolate. Now, see?
1: Well, that's an easy I one, I would huh?
0: agree with her on that. But, Tom, you you would not. Why, I mean, why do you keep picking on understand, me? Uh, well, I'm just saying that, you're, you, that you think about chocolate in a different way than she does. Like, to her, it's like, who wouldn't like chocolate? And to you, it's like, who would like chocolate? No, you no. Know, isn't that pretty no. much what, what you think? Because that is the opposite of what you think. Well, have fun with anyway, that. I uh, am definitely uh, the, oh. the chocolate queen. I love it. What?
1: Um, you have this you have, It's um,
0: because we have to go.
1: Yeah, it's time for us to hear a couple of minutes. Well,
0: um, just a couple uh, of seconds, really, of uh, what's his uh, name? Count Basie.
1: Count Basie. Yeah.
0: Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Join us tomorrow. We'll be here same time. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. Have a great evening and a wonderful meal.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You a whole here! Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.